Welcome to another episode of Making Magic with your host, Bradley Morris from Magic Media. This is the go-to show for purpose-driven creators to get inspired with innovative new ideas to produce your educational content, build thriving online communities, and turn your message into a movement. Hi there, it's Tad Hargrave from Marketing for Hippies. I'm here with Bradley Morris uh, of Salt Spring Island and of magicmedia.com. And uh, Bradley and I did a conversation, recorded a conversation about Mighty Networks recently. And we got really into the nuts and bolts of Mighty Networks and how it works. And so for this call, we want to take a bit of a, a step back. Uh, and then we're going to get to some questions that were left over from that last call. So, you know, the first question I have for you, Brad, is why online communities? You know, there's certainly a lot of things you could do to grow a business. You could lead webinars, teleseminars, you could teach live workshops, you could run retreats, you could do one-on-one -on -one work. You know, there's a lot of different um, things you could kind of put in your in your business model and overall structure and online communities, I suppose, because we've only really been online for so long, is, um, well, it's new on the scene business-wise. And I think some of the things like Mighty Networks are, are the kind of robustness of them is is newish. Yeah, I mean, in the last decade, uh, some of these things. But so, why would somebody want to do this? Why would someone even consider this as a part of their business model? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely uh, having an online community isn't for everybody. Uh, but we're living in the times of COVID nineteen right now, and uh, we are separated as individuals and communities in person for the most part, more than ever, or more than our living history. And so, um, I mean, I've been feeling like the online community space, as much as I personally resisted, I mean, I would much rather hang out with you in person than chat with you in a community. The <laughs> same goes for everybody that's in our magic media community. I'd rather hang out in person any day. Uh, I think it's always going to be more powerful and more effective. But people are hanging out online. If they're consuming content courses, um, if they're part of your mastermind group, these conversations are happening online. And so to have a, a forum that is a focused container for those conversations to happen together, uh, it only adds power. Like we've been building courses at Magic Media for, uh, I, I mean, personally, I've been building courses for about eight years now. And I've kind of narrowed it down to three different pillars for facilitating transformation and leading people uh, on the, in the online space. And the first is curriculum. So the content that you're teaching, delivering a process, taping, taking people from island A to island B, that sort of stuff. And so the curriculum's got to be there. You got to have a proven process or you got to be able to make your point. And then the second is experience. So that is whether it's gamification, it's using entertainment, it's producing high quality videos, um, it's facilitating networking experiences in Zoom, it's, it's creating an experience around that content or that, that curriculum. And then the third pillar, which is the accountability piece. I mean, if we're teaching stuff online and before we're used to sitting in a classroom where we're accountable to the room and we're accountable to the teacher and there's expectations, well, in online learning up until like the last few years, it was mostly just like, here's my videos and my PDFs and you're supposed to get some form of result, but there was no accountability. And I think the accountability piece is why the dropout rate's so high with online courses and why so few people 
actually finish. And so having a community space where people can be heard, they can be seen, um, where they're more accountable to actually completing the action steps and where they can participate in conversations and explorations with other people that are focused on the same thing. It's, it's really important. And this day and age, I mean, people's trust for Facebook is deteriorating very fast. People are looking for other places to connect. And, and truthfully, I mean, I think we can all agree Facebook is not a good place to stay focused on something. Whereas if you're building an online community that is private and away from the noise of Facebook, everybody who's in there is there for the exact same reason, whether it's marketing or whether it's to build an online course or whether it's to learn meditation or um, to heal your body or whatever the purpose of the community is, everybody's there. It's a focused container that when you log into that space, you know, every single conversation in some way, shape or form is going to be around that topic that you're there for, which ultimately is going to help people get better results because they're not going to be so scattered going from cat videos to battling against trolls on the internet to <laughs> studying for their course. Um, and so communities more than ever, I mean, it's just an extra way to stay connected. And so um, us having a community, it gives the, the students who are in my membership or who sign up for my courses, it's an extra access point to me. So for you with your online community, it's an extra access point. Like it's more personal than just following a person on Facebook. You right. know, it's like, I feel like I'm in, I'm now in a circle with this person rather than that person standing up on a pedestal shouting out their messages at me. It's like, now we can actually engage in a dialogue here, which has a lot more intimacy to it. And there's a lot of value in that. So, and, and an online community, I mean, it doesn't have to be a hundred people or a thousand people or 10,000 people. An online community could be a mastermind of five people, you know, and it's just, it's a focused container to have the conversations that you're trying to have. I'm still loving the idea of a pedestal. It's not quite as big as a pedestal. It's okay. <laughs> Smaller one. Um, well, you know, I'll, I'll testify to this in terms of online community. And I'll just say, honestly, uh, I've been very cagey about the whole notion of online community. I, I still don't like it because uh, I'm a fan of real community and I've this deep concern that more and more people are finding their sense of connection online and not locally. And I don't think that bodes well for, for anyone. And so I've, I've been very resistant to it. And uh, as part of that, in my mentorship program, I would do audio calls. And I remember back when I first started, people said, well, why don't you do video? And I said, well, why do you want video? And I said, well, it was more connection to the other people. And I said, that's not what I'm going for. I'm not trying to create connection between you. This is a business program for your business. That's it. You have a real community where you live. And so I'm just not trying to cater to that. And in fact, I'm just, I've seen so many programs where, uh, in my experience, the people offload the work onto the members of the community. Yeah. Uh, you know, you all help each other and I, I'm not going to, and not that people can't be helpful to each other, but they can't in the way that you can, of course, if you're running the community. So anyways, for all those reasons, I, I was hesitant. And then uh, my assistant, Susan, came across the Google Hangouts thing. And she said, well, maybe you should try this. 
uh, you know, it's free and it's all this. So there's, there's wrinkles you can't do like we can with Zoom. And yeah, we couldn't figure out how to record it. There was a bunch of, and I tried to get into Google Suite and that just broke both of our brains and yeah. it was too difficult. But I make it easy, that's for sure. I did a, I let a call, uh, everyone who was on video. And it was interesting because in the weekly calls, just the office hours, there was maybe two, three people per call. And now since I've been doing the video, it's been um, nine, 10, 11 people. Yeah. So there is something about people having that sense of connection to the other people that has them actually show up uh, yeah. more often and, and maybe get more results. And so I, I, just, I, was, I said, look, I'm reticent to say it, but I am enjoying these videos. Uh, it is nice to see your faces and it's good for them to see each other's faces. But I just, I just tried to make it so clear to them. I'm not, you have no obligation to each other yeah. in my mind. It, you know, if you have some kinship and you want to support each other and it's helpful, great, but you don't have to. So just all that to say for everyone who may be feeling reticent about having an online community, yep. um, I, I'm with you and, I, and, and I'm going to be creating a Mighty Networks thing. And speaking of, so there's a lot of platforms out there. Um, Mighty Networks is one of those platforms. I suppose that's the one that you, you work with. Yeah. Um, and one of the things we realized we'd wanted to talk more about after the last call was the different business models that there are. Yeah. Um, because it's just because, you know, so for everyone watching this, that your business model is going to be is probably much bigger than an online community, or maybe. So for me, I sell eBooks uh, on my website. I do one-on-one -on -one sessions. I've got a mentorship program. I do live workshops. I do the occasional teleseminar. I do 30-day programs. I have a home study program, you know, et cetera. So there's a number of elements of my, uh, of my business model. So the idea of creating a mighty networks, which Brad and I are in the process of now, is sort of adding this piece. And yet, even within that piece of a community, online community, there, there's so many different ways that you could structure it. And we realized we wanted to go into this more. And so Brad, I think you have seven different models, which I'm actually very curious to see myself of how people have uh, set it up, priced it and all of that. So over to you. All right. Uh, and before I get onto that, I just, there was a thread that you were talking about the people connecting in their own communities about the topics and just a couple other things on that note. Like for me, I built a, a pretty solid meditation following in Victoria, BC between 2009 and 2012, I led like 500 workshops and retreats around the world. And I had a core group. I'd have, you know, 50 people that would circulate through my three times a week workshops or, or classes that I was leading and sometimes more sometimes, but that core group was, was consistently coming. And then in 2012, I launched my first meditation e-course because what I saw was a need to share that with more people. Um, and and so that was, that was the goal. It's like, I felt kind of complete with teaching so many classes and I put it online. And now in eight years, more than 70 countries, more than a hundred thousand people have been purchasing, downloading, buying my meditations, you know, and I haven't had to travel. I haven't had to show up to one single class in probably seven years. Um, it's allowed me to access people in parts of the world I haven't even heard of. So for somebody like you, who's a coach and a mentor, and now we can't travel, it's like having your online community space is, it's an access point for you. It, it allows you to grow your business and grow accessibility, even though if you're running a community, like for me, 
Uh, I'm in mine maybe five hours a week, four hours a week at the most. And so it's not full access, but it's some access. I'm in there, I'm cheerleading, I'm reviewing people's work. Uh, I'm, I'm giving of myself. And, and so there's a connection there and there's an accessibility that would not exist without the community. And most people, like most of us are black sheep in our families and circles, especially the entrepreneurial type that not all of us have a circle of entrepreneurial friends, or if you're in the healing world and not of us, all of us have people that we can go through these intense healings with, but an online community space is a people for like you, and they might be across the world. And there is some, there's some serious magic in that. Like I've got some members that have been in my community for four years now. I've seen them go through so many different chapters in their business. And it's like, I never would have met these people. And yet there's, there's strong relationships there. And so it, I, I totally hear you. I mean, I want, I, I have a great community where we live. I mean, as soon as we get off this interview, I'm going to hang out with my real life in-person friends and we're not going to talk about business. We're going to go on adventures and hike and play sports. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It does, it opens up a whole new world of possibilities uh, and a new, new stream of support, which we'll get into with the business model. So I just wanted to say that for all the people that are skeptical and what it's allowed for me, what it's opened up in terms of freedom, in terms of impacting people's lives at a, a mass scale without actually having to go around the world and be this meditation guru, which was like, I did not want to do that whatsoever. I didn't want to travel. I didn't want to do any of these things. And so I just wanted to like touch in on that because there's going to be a lot of people that resist it. I resisted it as well for a long time. And it's just become a part of part of the, what we offer. And rant. Okay, business models. So uh, for those of you in the future who are uh, watching the video version of this, I've got some slides here that I made up just so you can get a visual of these different business models and these different prices. Um, these are networks that we've helped to set up. I, I'm not gonna list the names of the entrepreneurs or creators because it doesn't matter who they are. It is more about what are they doing? Who is their niche? And what are they offering inside of those memberships and what are they charging? So that's what I'm going to show you here. Um, and then Tad, if you have any questions as I'm going through these, feel free to, to ask. Can you see the slides? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, so the first one, this is ours uh, at Magic Media. This is our membership pricing. Uh, we played with so many prices. I mean, in, in five years since launching our first course, the Great E-Course Adventure, like we've tried monthly subscriptions, lifetime access, annual subscriptions. We've tried three different pricing models. We've had a free community with paid courses inside of the community. We've had um, you know, a free community, free courses and paid masterminds and paid like high-end services. Um, and I feel like we just finally found a sweet spot where I'm really delighted. Um, I'm happy about the exchange that I have with my members. And so right now our all-inclusive memberships, 99 a month or $7.99 a year. Um, and I tell you, like there's been so many iterations of this. For me, um, we, we tripled our prices basically. We were 35 a month in the last iteration of this. 
And what I found was um, what I wanted was more intimacy with the members that were there. Um, I wanted to be able to offer more levels of support inside of the coaching. I wanted to be able to really get where people were at with their business. And so um, instead of going for people, I wanted to go for less people. So I tripled the prices so that, you know, for every one member or for every three members, I only need one now. And that feels, um, feels a lot better. So inside of that 99 a month, um, we have four premium courses that we've produced over the last four years. They're all extremely relevant for the times. We were kind of actually ahead of our times back then. And now I feel like the times have caught up to us and those courses are perfect for this moment. And so um, we built a library on how to produce highly engaging courses, how to build a mighty network community, uh, how to produce really professional, engaging quality uh, videos with the green screen like they're very relevant for the times we're living in right now um and so all of those are included they used to all be sold as one-off courses starting at a hundred dollars right up to uh 700 a year and then um all of our articles and videos so i'm doing classes every every two weeks i do our our community mastermind which is two hours of coaching I get as many people in the hot seat as I possibly can. I usually open with a, a, an opening sermon, which is kind of like a presentation like this on really specific topics that I feel are relevant to where people are at in their process. And I try to, you know, deliver a, a really high quality mini class, um, private workshops with other teachers. Um, we've got the exclusive community. And right now we're, we're just under a hundred members inside of the network. So it's, it's, tight it's intimate people are you know getting to know each other which is really cool and then to kick it off um my apologies for some of the spelling i have inside the presentation i just whipped this together earlier um is a private coaching session as soon as they sign up so in the first month you get a coaching session one-on-one -on -one with me to so that i can really get to know you on a deeper level so that i can better support you inside and prescribe the right things so that is that's what's included in ours um, and what this works for is somebody who's a creator. You already have a course library. Like before we jump to this, I had a course library made. I was already doing mastermind coaching. I was already doing private coaching. And so this was just a way to really bring it all together and keep this, the pricing model simple. Um, coaching a lot of people, people overcomplicate things. We overcomplicated things for a long time. And I just like the simplicity It's like, this is our price. You get everything. Welcome, or not. Well, yeah, this is something that I'm really starting to get about the these online communities, right? You get to bring it all together. It's the kind of string that turns all the flowers into a bouquet. It's the weaving together the things you have. I mean, I remember when I first created my website, marketingfrapies.com, it was, I had a separate blog spot blog, I had you know, videos on YouTube, I had all these separate things and suddenly I was able to bring them all into one thing and it, it, one, yeah. it was very exciting and so, it's something for you, for all of you as you're looking at this you know i imagine as you look at this like oh i do kind of office hours calls or i do some private workshops i've got articles and videos and yeah what if you could put them all in one place uh, or at least a lot of them in one place uh right everything gets a lot a lot simpler yeah exactly i i honestly when i shifted to the all-inclusive recently um in the last few months I just felt so much more at ease. It was like, ah, it's so much easier. It's like, 
this is what I have. And if you're a company and you want a deeper level of support, we can do production for you. We can co-design it. We can build your network for you. But for everybody else that's not there yet, this is the offering. And that feels wonderful. Well, question I have for you in terms of business models. Are you, you said you tried the, so it was totally free to be in it, but they pay for the courses kind of on a yeah. basis. And why do you think that didn't work? Um, well, one, I guess one um, reason is it's, it's work to manage a community. So when you have a bunch of people not paying you money inside the community uh, and you're trying to help people get results, you can waste a lot of time with people who take up a lot of space and aren't necessarily there to ever purchase anything. They're just looking for a lot of free advice. Um, I was really tired of people uh, just not succeeding, not fully committing. So I wanted to have a space where, where everybody was there to focus and create and do their best work. And those were the types of people I wanted to be around. And I didn't want to waste any time. Like for me, I try to keep my work days to six hours max. Like that is it. And so I don't have time to waste on people that are not trying to do the best work they possibly can and to fulfill on whatever vision or mission they have in their mind. And I just, for me, like that's a, there's a cutoff line there now. I'm at a point where it's like, I just don't have time to waste. And um, so cutting out all of that, it's like, I still send out a newsletter. I still do a podcast. Um, I have hundreds of videos on our YouTube channel. Um, and so there's, there's places that people can still access me. But for the people that I'm bringing into my circle, I want them to be at a level of commitment. I'm not trying to convince anybody anymore. You know, like it's, I just feel clearer than I did before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move but, on. But some of these business models that I'm going to show you um, are great if you're building a free community. Just not mine. <laughs> okay. So, oh. This next one, um, this was a corporate trainer that we worked with. So she does corporate speaking, goes around speaking to, to big companies and, and working with, with teams at big companies. So, you know, employees of a thousand person company sort of thing. Uh, she's a coach, she's an author. And then she also does a lot of inspirational talks at nonprofits. She travels overseas. She works with a lot of women and women entrepreneurs. And so that's kind of her charity work. So she wanted to have a space where, you know, she's speaking at dozens of corporations every year to hundreds, thousands of people each time. And she's speaking at big conferences and retreats and events, again, with hundreds or thousands of people at each one. And so she wanted to have a space where they could come get more of her because they love her energy. And so we created a network for her. Um, in it, she does, it replaced her blog. So it's free community videos and articles. Uh, she offers updates on when she's traveling around and doing events. And when she's doing charity work, she's always updating her community on all that sort of stuff. Just like, it's more of a personal connection with her. Um, she creates groups for all of her past workshops and retreats. So those groups can stay connected to each other. And then, um, I have articles and videos twice here, so I won't repeat that again. And I think she's now getting into um, audio and you know podcasting and stuff like that and sharing that. And I believe she's also doing webinars. 
that I cannot confirm, but I think she's doing monthly webinars inside the community. And if she's not, she probably should. Um, and then her paid offerings. So we spent about six months and we produced a really high-end course for her because uh, as she was doing more and more corporate gigs, she was finding less and less corporations were willing to spend the money they once were on corporate training. And they were asking, do you have anything else? And so uh, based on her core principles that she works on, she created a, uh, a course and she licenses that to these companies inside the Mighty Network. So a company pays for her course. They get their own secret space inside of the community where all of their employees can go through the course um, she can do special webinars inside of that particular uh, course. So it's geared just to the, the employees of that company. And she licenses that course again and again to different companies. And if anybody out there is like, I don't like marketing, I don't like affiliate partners and launches and all that sort of stuff. Um, licensing is one of the keys to how I've built my business over the year. I don't see a lot of people talking about, it. I've got some resources at magic media and our blog uh, video and audio on exactly how to get licensing contracts. So she licenses um, she, for one licensing partnership to buy her course in mighty networks, she um, made the, like she made back her investment to build the community and produce this really high end course with one client. So now she's in the profit margin every time she licenses that course. So if you're a corporate speaker or, uh, I'm even seeing it in our community right now with a guitar teacher who's trying to license his course to schools and education systems. Um, and so, but she also, that same course, she also sells inside of the mighty networks to all of her people that have come to past events that aren't necessarily in the corporate world. So she's licensing it as a secret course, but she's selling it as a public course to all the other members. Um, and then she also has her speaking and coaching services that she promotes inside of there. So totally different model, um, but also a very effective model. So, and Tad, if, if this is like getting boring or too thick at any point, if I'm going into too many details, you just speed me up. Okay. Cause like I could geek out on this stuff and yeah. I'm kind of, my life is very much immersed in the business model world right now. So I'm just, I'm just here for the typos, man. I'm just here for the typos. Oh dude, I'm looking at this. I'm like, Oh man. I mean, even in this, this business coaching one, this is uh, I, it's supposed to be nine ninety nine a month and not nine ninety nine a year there. So we'll get to that. So this is for a business coach. He's a successful author and speaker. He, I think he charges, you know, $20,000 to show up at a conference and speak. Um, he's a, he's now doing a little bit of coaching and consulting. And so he wanted to build a membership, um, to work with the companies that, that want to be hiring him, but maybe can't quite afford it or people that want to stay on the cutting edge of scaling their business. That's what he does. So um, they're doing, this is just in launch stage right now. So it's, there's going to be an $8,000 lifetime membership for founding members. And then after that, it'll be $4.99 a month or $9.99 a month um, with access to an annual plan. So he's doing weekly live streams. So um, just very potent webinars on scaling, investing, getting investment capital, innovation, all that sort of stuff. 
um, they're creating a bunch of courses and they're also curating courses. So they're getting other people to produce courses that they want other experts. They're licensing that content. And then those experts get featured. They get more business that way. And they're also, um, for all the sales they refer, uh, or to the membership, they, they get 50% commission on all of that. So they also become marketing partners to be featured inside and it's non-exclusive licensing. So they can still sell those courses elsewhere uh, at a later date, I believe. Um, so then there's also exclusive articles and interviews and custom content based on audience needs, uh, private coaching for the higher tier. So every three months they do a quarterly review, um, which is pretty cool. They're doing pitch fest. So, you know, um, companies will get to pitch and there'll be real investors there. The investors both, both offer feedback and potentially invest in companies, um, networking events. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's essentially the, the gist of what they're doing inside of this. And it's obviously a higher end membership. Next is another business coach. And this is a teacher, uh, traveling coach, YouTuber, author. And so he has three tiers. So 25 a month, 99 a month, and 499 a month. Because he has so many different offerings, he's bringing it together under one umbrella. So um, for the 25 a month one, they obviously get the private community. So this is a space that's like, I love your blog. I love your videos, but I want more connection to you and people that are interested in you. Cause if they like you, we probably like each other. So we want to stay connected in that sense. Um, 50% off all the courses live, like webinar programs or in-person workshops and eBooks. So that's one of the perks of paying the membership is you get huge discounts. If you're planning on buying a bunch of eBooks or signing up for courses regularly or pr live programs, it's like, just get the membership and you're getting huge deals. So, um, all of the, all of that is a big discount if you're a member and then monthly Q and a webinars, case studies, and exclusive content that's only inside the membership. And I think this person is toying with the idea of posting blogs and videos, uh, leaving them up for 30 days and then taking them down and make putting them inside the community. That is not confirmed, but it is just for planting ideas out there in somebody's mind, <laughs> you know, just different ways to do things. Um, and then the 99 a month is includes all the courses, live programs and eBooks. So it's now, you know, for the hundred dollars, you get all of it, which is pretty amazing with a course library, whole bunch of eBooks and then live programs every quarter. And then the private group, again, exclusive content, and then an exclusive, um, there'll be a group for that membership, uh, like a private group inside the membership and exclusive events just for that tier of membership. So it could be uh, an extra Q&A. It could be um, live webinars that are on specific topics, that sort of stuff. Um, and then the 499 is a private coaching program. So that's, it includes everything else. And then it's also just a, a more one-on-one -on -one coaching experience or group coaching thing. So that is another of the models. Next one's another free community. So the purpose of this community is make the community as big as possible, similar to like trying to grow a Facebook group. So this one's for inspirational, per, like professional, or sorry, not professional, personal growth stuff. Um, so the free community includes interviews, audio and video interviews with different teachers and speakers. 
uh, an inspiring community. So the purpose is, you know, we're going to do a gratitude challenge. We're going to do a meditation challenge. We're going to do, you know, uh, a fasting challenge, whatever it might be. Maybe not a fasting challenge, but that was a poor example. Um, articles, videos, all that sort of stuff. And the idea is to build a big community. Where this one makes money is um, online courses. So they don't necessarily create the courses in-house. They curate and license courses from other teachers that already have courses made and they just find the best courses, meditation, dance, yoga, etc. And um, it's $99 for courses. They split the revenue 50-50 with the teacher of the course. And so their job is just build a big network, sell those courses. Same goes for the live four-week workshops or courses, those are $99, 50% goes to the teacher of those. Um, and then affiliate marketing. So if they're helping with a book launch or a product launch of somebody or um, referring retreats or actual, you know, headspace apps or whatever, just affiliate marketing, different products. And that's, that's the business model. So the name of the game there is get as many people in the community as possible and have really high quality offerings. Next is a mama community. It's uh, so personal growth, resources, sisterhood, uh, and workshops. And it's a 20 month, $20 a month membership, has community challenges. So, like a 14 day fitness challenge, uh, similar to the one before. Um, Does it have the fasting challenge too? The fasting challenge for moms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, can we, who's editing this thing, anyways? All those spelling mistakes. We got to get this thing edited. Um, an inspiring community. So that's the sisterhood side of things is like a space for moms to share a space for moms to make anonymous posts and get advice, all that sort of stuff. Um, articles, videos, interviews, resources, recipes, you know, you name it, just high level quality, uh, or high quality content, um, online courses, both created and curated. So finding other similar to the previous model, um, at home, and eventually in-person retreats again, and then um, offering online coaching and Zoom discussions and uh, guest speakers, rituals each month, like a ritual bundle that goes out of like, here's a ritual for you to try this month, that sort of thing. Um, and so, yeah, this one's $20 a month and a very simple model. It's like you so get- the online courses, will any of these be charged for at some point? That I'm not too sure. Uh, I mean, if it was mine, I would probably have a couple flagship courses included and then I would sell the rest. Um, but yeah, I, that's, a, that's a good question. And you know, if we're just doing this one theoretically, then I would say, uh, yeah, I would probably charge for more courses. Well, and it's, you know, this is, um, since we're talking about business model here, I just think it's so important that, um, it's one of the hardest choices to make as a business is what do you charge for and what don't you, or what do you give away for free and what do you charge for and how much do you charge for those things that you are charging? It's, it's extremely difficult. And hopefully you're seeing, you know, in terms of a business model for this online community, there's a lot of options. There's no right or wrong way to do it. Totally. It's just what works for you and what will work for your people. Um, yeah. Yeah. And as I said, I mean, we tried a lot, like easily more than a dozen prices and models in the last five years. Um, 
and each one was perfect for the time that it was, you know, they were all different stages of growth. Um, my new rule of thumb is like, if I want to change the model again, uh, I have to have the current one as a six month experiment. And right now, you know, our current one's a six month experiment so far I'm stoked. And, um, the last one, the freemium one was a six month experiment and it didn't work, but I forced myself to wait six months before changing. And I tell you, changing a business model takes a lot of effort. And so I now realize that is like, there's so many minor things that had to be changed to change the model. So now it's like, I have to wait six months before making any erratic changes. It's good because it's, you know, when we change our business model too, too much, too often, it's confusing for people, you know, they, what is this? And, and yeah, I think we change it too much and people, it's just painful for people. And they kind of step back because they don't want to be confused. So totally. Yeah. yeah. And as I said, like I, Definitely the pricing struggle for me has always been, you know, it's, it's not an easy thing, especially when you're selling a digital thing that's unlike any other thing that's on the internet. It's kind of like things, but it's not other things. And so it's, it's, it's hard, especially when you pour your heart and soul into a product. And fortunately, like getting feedback from other people and seeing what else is out there really helps. Yeah. And were there any other models or was this the last one? Let me see. I think that that was the last one. So that was, that. I think that was seven that we just went through there. That's amazing. Thank you so much for, for making the time to get those together. Now, in our last call, there's some questions and no doubt these, these questions also be useful for um, other people that are watching now, probably relevant. So um, let me just go into these. Oh, somebody was just curious about Mighty Networks. Do you know how many hosts or sites are currently on Mighty Networks? How many, how many communities are there? Yeah. Easily in the thousands now, um, especially since COVID. I think Mighty Networks is going through a lot of growth right now. Uh, people are definitely getting more used to Mighty Networks. I'm meeting a lot more people that are like, yeah, I'm in three or four different Mighty Networks now. Um, yeah. So it's definitely, it's becoming a thing. I, I have a feeling... Um, Given uh, Gina Bianici, who's the CEO, she built Ning, which, you know, sold for $3 billion. She she built that. And so this is her next company. I think they're about five years in since launching it. Uh, I'm two years of using it and building networks on it. And it is, uh, it's constantly improving. Yeah. And more and more people are right. warming up to it. So I, th- I think like the, the risk of building one's a lot lower because it's right. less of a learning curve because more and more people are getting on them. Yeah, I think this is, it's a good case to be made for um, why use something like Mighty Networks, you know, because well, if you try to create it on your own or there's certain WordPress plugins that just don't get updated that often. Yeah. Uh, and then you're stuck with the same thing and, or they go out of date with the other, you know, WordPress updates. And so this is something that's always going to be updatable. And of course it's got the app so people can do it on their phone, which I think is a real winner with it. Um, Somebody was asking too about the, um, I'm not sure I really understand the question. So how does the Mighty Networks link in-person local village and global online village in terms of people, planet, profit, prosperity? That's the rub for me. Um, sort of how to balance Facebook and my local butcher baker candlestick maker. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, in person, if you can, yeah. <laughs> if you can do it. Um, well, this is one of the things that we were talking about with the, my networks I'm going to be building is you can create those little uh, groups or like yeah. topics for uh, ways to connect people. Hey, everyone in Toronto. So if there's a few cities, you know, that most of your following is in. So for me, it'd be, you know, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, Victoria, Toronto, London, England, probably be the main ones yeah and then those people locally can be connecting with each other so yeah um that's something and of course you can be hosting um you know when there's a time that you can you can be hosting local meetup groups and using the mighty networks platform as a way to arrange all of those kinds totally of and you can you have the ability to switch on and off um you can make it like if you have a toronto hub you could allow members to self-organize events so they could organize their own meetup events or you assign a host in each of those locations. And that host is the one that approves all local meetups and masterminds and that sort of thing. So um, there's, there's what's cool about Mighty is, I mean, you could build the next Udemy for your niche inside of Mighty Networks. You can literally set it up that creators can build their own courses inside of there and you don't even need to approve it. Like, there's, there's a lot of, I think, unexplored models because Mighty Network's new. I think, you know, you can get really, really creative in building a community that's unlike anything else out there by using their thing. And it's just like, it's a SaaS platform. So there's definitely, there's a lot of limitations. Sometimes you have to get creative inside of the scope of what Mighty Networks allows you to do. Um, but there's a lot of like, you know, you can turn courses on and off. You can make it so only you or hosts upload courses. You can make it anybody can upload a course. You can make it, there's, there's a lot of interesting things. Same as topics, groups are the same. Um, events are the same. So, um, you know, a big important piece of it is to really map out your dream community and how you want it to work before you sit down and ever even look at my networks, like try and figure out your dream community of what you want to build and what would serve the members the most. Um, and map that out. Like for me, I've got a really awesome whiteboard that I just, I love drawing squares with words in it and trying to figure out the user flow that you want to allow in there. I think that's, this is just a great nugget for people is, you know, whether it's Mighty Networks or whatever you use, design it. Just really think about, okay, if I were to bring everything into one online platform uh, or everything that could be brought in, then how would I structure it? What would I want it to be? What would, you know, what would I want the experience to be like? And yeah. yeah. Okay. So Gabriel had a question. So my question is how does Mighty Networks handle payment processing for courses? Is there a plugin interface with PayPal or Stripe? Yes. Yeah, so, um, I mean, there's a Stripe plugin. So if you use the Mighty Network system, it's Stripe. And um, like what we used to have and what most, a lot of people have who want to keep better track of where sales are coming from and that uh, you have an external shopping cart page on your WordPress site or, or lead pages or whatever. Um, that takes payments. You connect Zapier to Mighty Networks and that all automates. Um, yeah, so there's, there's those ways. And then if you're using an external shopping cart, it can be PayPal, it can be Stripe, whatever, any of the main ones. Cool. 
uh, Simon Berkowitz had three questions. One was, uh, how much time is Bradley having to spend responding to nurturing his community, responding to posts outside of the twice a month mastermind calls? So yeah, aside from the two hour calls every two weeks, um, yeah, four hours. And I would say that four hours doesn't necessarily- Per week? Yeah, per week. Uh, I would say that four hours doesn't necessarily include um, creating custom content for the community. So for example, like I've been noticing people really struggling to make partnerships. And so I did a, a 20 minute partnership presentation last week and did a Q and A around partnerships. And that presentation might've taken me a few extra hours to create. Um, just doing that type of custom work for the most part. Yeah. Like four or five hours. And then I probably spent four or five hours working on content lessons, um, I also, when I do my masterminds, um, I record them and then I, some of my rants I really appreciate and I feel would be useful. And so I'll go in and I'll edit that five minute rant on a specific topic. I'll turn that into a new video. I'll make a podcast episode out of it. So my podcast is a lot of the episodes are two to five minutes long because I take those rants and they become an episode. Um, and then I just add my intro, outro jingle and, and there's an episode. So there's ways to recycle some of the content to then put that out in the public. So that podcast episode goes out into the world, which markets the community where the full conversation happens. Um, and so that definitely helps to make my time. Uh, it makes things more efficient when I can grab little pieces and use that as marketing material or mini lessons and that sort of thing. Cool. Hopefully that uh, long-winded answer. It's good, it's good. Second is, is there any way to collect emails on any plan other than the business plan, uh, which is when you can start to use it? Um, it's a good question. I haven't looked at their plans for a little while. Um, but uh, yeah, you need, you need Zapier to be able to, um, to do automations. I, I don't think there's a way that you, right. well, I guess you could, no, you could, I mean, export a CSV file from mighty networks and upload your, your contact list that way. Yeah. Um, it doesn't necessarily automate it though. But if you look at it, it's, you know, it's a hundred dollars to be able to use all the pro features, groups, courses, taking payments. You know, if this is legitimately a business you're trying to create and it costs you a hundred dollars plus, you know, let's just say 30 to 50 for your email list and another hundred for, for the Zapier, Zapier, Zapier pro version. So you're paying $250 a month, let's just say that's your store. Like that's your storefront. If you had an in-person shop, you'd have to pay for staff. You'd have to pay for rent. You'd have to pay for inventory, all that sort of stuff. You'd be paying, you know, a couple thousand dollars minimum per month to have a storefront for $250. You can actually make a living as an entrepreneur. It's pretty amazing. Uh, third question Simon had was, is there any more that he would add about around working with small group masterminds using Mighty Network? So yeah, if you had a, a group of five or six people and you were really going deep, just any other thoughts that you would add about ways to do that or uh, additional wrinkles? I mean, one thing I would just say, Simon, is uh, for all listening, uh, if you go to marketingforhippies.com slash premium, 
you'll see a blog post that has 33 specific things you could add to a premium program, which I would say that is. So there's a lot of, um, yeah, there's a lot of specific ideas there. Uh, Bradley, does anything come to mind off the top? Uh, things we've experimented with um, inside of master masterminds, like having, um, we call them adventure buddies, like accountability buddies, an individual or a group of three that you're accountable to. Um, that that can work. What's cool about uh, having a mastermind group inside of Mighty Networks is they can have their own private space inside the network. So they can upload videos. You can host events from inside of those sections of the site. So, you know, it, it's all just consolidated into one space, um, which makes it more efficient for communication and, and offering support and people being supported. Um, I mean, it's really, it's also about consistency, what I've found over the years that, you know, you're doing, you're creating consistent content on a schedule. You're doing consistent masterminds on a schedule. You're offering consistent webinars on a schedule. You want it to be a little bit predictable for people on what your content schedule is like so that they can mentally, emotionally, or physically with time create space to consume what you're offering. If you're sporadic, it's less predictable and less convenient for people to consume you on a regular, consume you, your stuff on a regular basis. Um, so I would say figuring out, um, like I'm, I'm doing a lot of mapping of communities right now with people. And one of the biggest things we're trying to focus on is getting the scope of what are all the moving parts of so the events, the courses, the content, the audio, the video, all of these moving parts and create a content schedule for the first three months of launching your community. Or if you already have a community, taking the time to step away and make a content schedule. So you can set real expe realistic expectations of blocking off, you know, the amount of time it takes to write articles or make videos or show up to masterminds or, you know, answer questions, really trying to just, wrap your brain around it and tad don't worry we're gonna get to that soon in our process um because yeah i mean depending on what's included in your membership it's going to be it could be any amount of time really yeah. okay three last questions uh one from yoan says or three from yoan so i'm curious about the interaction between uh my brad's mighty networks community and the courses inside of it does he have folks sign up for and go through individual courses who are not a part of the wider paid membership groups? Yeah, so mine's all inclusive. If they're in the membership, they get access to the courses. Um, and if they're not in the membership, they don't get access to them. Exactly. And if they, um, um, if you get the choice inside of Mighty Networks, you can have a private activity feed inside of courses, or you can shut that off. And so for most of our course, for half our courses, the activity feed is on because I want, it's all really relevant to that course, the conversations that'll happen. And some of the others, the main activity for that course happens in the main community. Yeah. Um, another question was, I'd love to know, this is an interesting question. I'd love to know his thoughts on how user-friendly he thinks it is for non-native English speakers. Uh, they're a large portion of my clientele. I think this could be useful since Facebook can't be used in China and is maybe not used uh, so much in other countries, uh, Facebook, yeah. And, but will it be easy enough for lower level language speakers to navigate? Does the menu have an option to be read in other languages? Um, so I know the answer is 
I believe the answer is no. You can't translate like some of the things like the word topics is topics and you can't change that. There are some customized things that you can do with it. Um, but yeah, there, I, I think for people who don't fully speak English, there will be parts that will definitely be in English. Um, and I think, I would ask, so Mighty Networks has a, uh, a community for people who are trying to build Mighty Networks and it's hosts.mn.co uh, is the, the website URL and you can just join if you're building a Mighty Network or planning to and questions like that would definitely be um, better asked there because I haven't specifically worked with anybody like this. Yeah. Uh, last one is a little bit broad. I believe he said it was easily customizable for even non-techie people. And I'd love for him to elaborate a little more on that. So up until two years ago, when we built our mighty network, I was a tech Luddite. Um, I was intimidated by tech. Uh, Andy, my original business partner who I built the great e-course adventure with, like he was a tech wizard and he built us the most epic WordPress platform with full gamification, our own community, and all these things. And it was a beast. It had like 40 plugins running it. And when he decided to step away from the company and go do music, um, I was left with this thing that I had no idea how to run. Um, I, I, you know, we weren't at the space where I could hire somebody that wasn't like a majority shareholder to run it after Andy took off. So I was like, I got to go find the Holy grail of tech. I found mighty networks, um, we, I built it all. I've built a bunch of these. Um, I know enough about design and enough about tech over the years, but I mostly resisted or feared it and I've taken it on. And, um, if I can do it a hundred percent, everybody else can, uh, it, we built the course for go for mighty networks called going mighty. That is the step-by-step process on setting up all the tech and your strategy and everything it's included in our membership. If you can't afford our membership, it's also on YouTube so you can find it there. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's easy once you understand design concept and once you make your map of like, what is the whole living thing that you're creating? That's the most important thing. If you can create a clear vision and organize all the moving parts in a way that's going to provide value and, and help create results for people, then you can definitely a hundred percent build your mighty network. Yeah. This is one of the things maybe as we wrap it up is, you know, if you're thinking about creating a, um, some sort of online community, one of the options is you cobble it together with the 40 different WordPress plugins. You know, this one does this thing and this one does that thing. And I can just tell you from, from personal experience, I'm, I'm not really, breaking a sweat too much uh, tech-wise, but the more plugins you get, the more every single one of those could become a headache because maybe that business goes defunct and now that it doesn't work anymore. But, you know, it's, it's um, you know, for example, WordPress used to, used to have various plugins to play video. Now you just put in the URL, the video appears pretty much. But the guy who was a uh, Sean with WordPressForGood.com. He said, "Well, all those videos you put in with that old plugin, you'd have to go back through your website and redo. Like, so it's such a, a nightmare when you're 
because these it's not like all these people with the plugins get together and talk with each other like hey how can we coordinate this more beautifully with each other yeah uh, they've never heard about each other and so things don't always sometimes things don't work so well together uh versus if you use something like lightning networks and there's other platforms out there but if you use something like that especially you know with a company that seems like it has some kind of future and uh you know they're not just sort of puttering out and then they die yeah uh, but they they do keep getting better you know i think about there's a well a lot of us have our favorite apps you know on our phone and that work the companies keep every year or so they release some big upgrade and update on it and this is what i think uh we want instead of having to because gosh if you try to become an expert on on this stuff well most of us don't want to most of us are just so overwhelmed with it yeah. Um, you know, if you're a tech expert and you think you can do it, then you know all the power to you, and it's free. And but this is, I think, what I like about my networks, and you know, I imagine a lot of these other things. The price is not that outrageous, actually. The price is pretty reasonable for what's, and you know, that's their business model. Just get yeah. a lot of people using it at a, at exactly. a lower price point. So it's not inherent in the value. It's just sometimes businesses make the call of, okay, we're gonna go for the mass appeal. You know, like a lot of the dating apps do this too. You well, and Mighty Networks has a, a $3,000 a month plan. Does it really? You can fully white label it and have, you know, the marketing for hippies app. And it's fully white labeled and a lot more customization for the landing pages and that sort of thing. So you can't tell it's a Mighty Network. Um, but that is, you know, it's a, I think, $36,000 per year plan. Um, right. And if you, if you decide to go with that, make sure you mention my name because I'm an affiliate and I would love that commission. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I'll split it with Tad. We'll go for lunch. We'll, we'll talk about you. We'll say how grateful we are to you. Yeah, totally. We'll buy something fancy for ourselves. <laughs> um, so anyways, Brad, thank you so much for making the time. It's my pleasure. Delve into this talk business model. Uh, hopefully useful, you know, even if you're not creating an online business community, just to be thinking through the business model. Just, it's so, it's, it was very helpful just to see those, those graphs and get to linger over them. And, um, yeah, so you know, I would just invite everyone, if you're thinking about doing this, just get a piece of paper and start doodling. What would this look like? What could it look like? Uh, and maybe you don't have a lot of content. Maybe you're just starting out right now, but you could maybe you could see you know, it's like you get a piece of property. Okay, well, we eventually we'll have a house there. We're going to put the well there. And then the garden will be there. You can start to map this out, something you could grow into. And there's no reason that you couldn't start with a mighty network of, yeah, just a free thing. Or, a, hey, it's $20 a month. And it's just basically a monthly call. And that's all you got. And there's nothing else. You know, there's some topics to talk about. People could connect with each other on. But in my experience, you know, if you... Um, it, it, once you start building it more more appears in terms of ideas and and the uh, when I hired my assistant Susan you know in the very beginning I literally had only two hours of work to give her total and you know it was 15 bucks an hour and well, this is all I can think of but of course more ideas came and I think if you start with this more ideas will come and as the people get in the community they'll have ideas and, and um, uh, it's you know, I'm curious also if you could maybe just to, to leave us off on a high note here. How much money a month are people making uh, that you've seen through these courses? So one that I'm a partner of that we launched earlier this year 
Um, this is for a spiritual teacher. She had about 9,000 YouTube followers, a list of 2,500 people. Um, we did a lifetime special of $500 and we made $300,000 on that launch. We now have, um, last month, I think the count was about 450 members paying monthly at $33 a month. And, um, our annual, we have almost a hundred annual members paying $400 a year. That's, that's the best one that I'm involved in right now. Um, and so that was one, um, yeah, it, it's been awesome. Uh, others, I mean, hundreds to thousands per month. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you know, it's the 10 grand mark right now. Yeah. And so with, with Mighty Networks, um, it's really important if you're just starting out. Number one, your founding members are ridiculously important. Treat them like gold. Make them want to stick around. They're going to be the ones that teach you what works and what doesn't work. Uh, in the beginning, definitely try lots of experiments, whether it's challenges, content creation, and mm -hmm. see what people grab onto. Um, it's good to be flexible in the beginning. Um, I would also recommend when you're launching your community, a lifetime special, we do it for everything we launch is let those first members get it for life. That usually helps to recoup the costs and, and hopefully get yourself into the profit margin. It also builds that core community uh, who will be more forgiving because they get it for life. They don't, they're not paying a monthly fee for you to be learning on how to serve them. Um, yeah, really uh, listen to the people ask the people what they want more of that are, that are inside the community. Um, you know, I'll be sending a survey out this next week to members asking them mm -hmm. what they're enjoying most, how we can improve, um, what, what content, what courses they want produced, all that sort of stuff. Just so I get a better idea to focus on the people, you know, it's like there's one part focusing on getting more people, but a big portion of where we need to focus our energy is on the people that are right in front of us. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for tuning in okay. to today's That's Making Magic Podcast. Um, if you so enjoyed it, please leave us a review. And everyone, if you didn't, remember, uh, treat each know, other how you want to be treated. Uh, willing, you'll, you'll I invite you to come check out our Magic Media membership, magicmedia.com. M-A-J-I-K media.com. Our affordable, all-inclusive membership offers everything a purpose-driven creator can <laughs> We're going for lunch, Tad. We're going for lunch. Engaging uh, courses yeah, and thriving online communities. The membership includes all of our premium courses, uh, bi-monthly mastermind group coaching, and an inspiring, supportive community of fun-loving, dedicated entrepreneurs and creators to make magic uh, on the internet with. Yeah, see you there and tune in next time. Uh, you know, some, at some point in October or so, we'll be launching my uh, network, All Willing. And uh, I'm looking forward to sharing it with you all, seeing some of you on it. And thanks so much. Take care. Thanks. See you all later.